Chapter 28 The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the people of Israel, and say to them, My offering, my food for my food offerings, my pleasing aroma, you shall be careful to offer to me at its appointed time. And you shall say to them, This is the food offering that you shall offer to the Lord, two male lambs a year old without blemish, day by day, as a regular offering. The one lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. Also a tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering, mixed with a quarter of a hen of beaten oil. It is a regular burnt offering, which was ordained at Mount Sinai for a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. Its drink offering shall be a quarter of a hen for each lamb. In the holy place you shall pour out a drink offering of strong drink to the Lord. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight, like the grain offering of the morning, and like its drink offering, you shall offer it as a food offering, with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. On the Sabbath day, two male lambs a year old without blemish, and two tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering, mixed with oil and its drink offering. This is the burnt offering of every Sabbath, besides the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. At the beginnings of your months, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two bulls from the herd, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, also three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering, mixed with oil for each bull, and two-tenths of fine flour for a grain offering, mixed with oil for the one ram, and a tenth of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering for every lamb, for a burnt offering with a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be a half a hen of wine for a bull, a third of a hen for a ram, and a quarter of a hen for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of each month throughout the months of the year. Also one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord. It shall be offered besides the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. On the fourteenth day of the first month is the Lord's Passover, and on the fifteenth day of this month is a feast. Seven days shall unleavened bread be eaten. On the first day there shall be a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work, but offer a food offering, a burnt offering to the Lord. Two bulls from the herd, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old. See that they are without blemish. Also their grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil. Three tenths of an ephah shall you offer for a bull, and two tenths for a ram. A tenth shall you offer for each of the seven lambs, also one male goat for a sin offering, to make atonement for you. You shall offer these besides the burnt offering of the morning, which is for a regular burnt offering. In the same way you shall offer daily for seven days the food of a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It shall be offered besides the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. And on the seventh day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work. On the day of the first fruits, when you offer a grain offering of new grain to the Lord at your feast of weeks, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work, but offer a burnt offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Two bulls from the herd, one ram, seven male lambs a year old, also their grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths of an ephah for each bull, two tenths for one ram, a tenth for each of the seven lambs, with one male goat to make atonement for you. Besides the regular burnt offering and its grain offering, you shall offer them and their drink offering. See that they are without blemish.
Chapter 29 On the first day of the seventh month, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work. It is a day for you to blow the trumpets, and you shall offer a burnt offering or a pleasing aroma to the Lord. One bull from the herd, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish. Also their grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths of an ephah for the bull, two tenths for the ram, and one tenth for each of the seven lambs, with one male goat for a sin offering, to make atonement for you. Besides the burnt offering of the new moon and its grain offering, and the regular burnt offering and its grain offering, and their drink offering, according to the rule for them, or a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. On the tenth day of this seventh month, you shall have a holy convocation and afflict yourself. You shall do no work, but you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, a pleasing aroma, one bull from the herd, one ram, seven male lambs a year old, see that they are without blemish, and their grain offering shall be of fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths of an ephah for the bull, two tenths for the one ram, a tenth for each of the seven lambs, also one male goat for a sin offering, besides the sin offering of atonement, and the regular burnt offering and its grain offering, and their drink offerings. On the fifteenth day of the seventh month you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work, and you shall keep a feast to the Lord seven days, and you shall offer a burnt offering, a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord, thirteen bulls from the herd, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old, they shall be without blemish, and their grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths of an ephah for each of the thirteen bulls, two tenths for each of the two rams, and a tenth for each of the fourteen lambs. Also, one male goat for a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and its drink offering. On the second day, twelve bulls from the herd, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams and for the lambs, in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering and its grain offering and their drink offerings. On the third day, eleven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering and its grain offering and its drink offering. On the fourth day, ten bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering and its drink offering. On the fifth day, nine bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering and its grain offering and its drink offering. On the sixth day, eight bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering and its drink offerings. On the seventh day, seven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, 
for the rams and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also, one male goat for a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and its drink offering. On the eighth day, you shall have a solemn assembly. You shall not do any ordinary work, but you shall offer a burnt offering, a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. One bull, one ram, seven male lambs, a year old without blemish, and the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bull, for the ram, and for the lambs, in the prescribed quantities. Also, one male goat for a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering, and its grain offering, and its drink offering. These you shall offer to the Lord at your appointed feasts, in addition to your vow offerings and your freewill offerings, for your burnt offerings and for your grain offerings, and for your drink offerings and for your peace offerings. So Moses told the people of Israel everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Chapter 30 Moses spoke to the heads of the tribes of Israel, saying, This is what the Lord has commanded. If a man vows a vow to the Lord, or swears an oath to bind himself by a pledge, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. If a woman vows a vow to the Lord and binds herself by a pledge, while within her father's house, in her youth, and her father hears of her vow and of her pledge by which she has bound herself, and says nothing to her, then all her vows shall stand, and every pledge by which she has bound herself shall stand. But if her father opposes her on the day that he hears of it, no vow of hers, no pledge by which she has bound herself shall stand, and the Lord will forgive her, because her father opposed her. If she marries a husband, while under her vows, or any thoughtless utterance of her lips by which she has bound herself, and her husband hears of it, and says nothing to her on the day that he hears, then her vows shall stand, and her pledges by which she has bound herself shall stand. But if, on the day that her husband comes to hear of it, he opposes her, then he makes void her vow that was on her, and the thoughtless utterance of her lips by which she bound herself, and the Lord will forgive her. But any vow of a widow or of a divorced woman, anything by which she has bound herself, shall stand against her. And if she vowed in her husband's house or bound herself by a pledge with an oath, and her husband heard of it and said nothing to her and did not oppose her, then all her vows shall stand, and every pledge by which she bound herself shall stand. But if her husband makes them null and void on the day that he hears them, then whatever proceeds out of her lips concerning her vows or concerning her pledge of herself shall not stand. Her husband has made them void, and the Lord will forgive her. Any vow and any binding oath to afflict herself, her husband may establish, or her husband may make void. But if her husband says nothing to her from day to day, then he establishes all her vows or all her pledges that are upon her. He has established them, because he said nothing to her on the day that he heard of them. But if he makes them null and void after he has heard of them, then he shall bear her iniquity. These are the statutes that the Lord commanded Moses about a man and his wife, and about a father and his daughter, while she is in her youth within her father's house. Hello friends, and welcome to the Peculiar Podcast, the podcast where we are leading and listening to the Bible every single day in order to finish it within a year. My name is James Chase, and I think I might just leave that in. I've messed this. I've, I messed that intro up a bunch of times that way. 
And I think I'm just going to leave it in this time. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? We are reading and listening to the Bible every single day in order to finish it within a year. I'm having a good time. I hope that you're feeling well today. I hope that you've had water. You've been sleeping well. You've had breakfast or lunch. You've just been eating. I just hope you've been taking care of yourself along with the, the spiritual well-being. You know, I care about that a lot. I also care about your physical well-being. I just want to make sure that you're just well in all aspects. So this is your sign. Just take care of yourself. Just take care of yourself today. Eat a good meal. Drink some water. Have have some tea. You know, just 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 treat yourself. Treat yourself. Do, do be good to yourself today. Okay. Please and thank you. <laughs> All right. Speaking of thank yous, thank you for joining me in today's reading. We are on day fifty four of our daily Bible reading. We are in the book of Numbers. We are reading, we've read through chapters 28, 29, and 30. And just to give you a heads up, um, in about four days, we will be finished with the book of numbers. So this is kind of a little wrap up, winding down, getting to the end here. And I think it's cool. I think it's great. And now I'm going to talk about some things that stuck out to me. <laughs> so first thing being is if you read through these chapters, 28, 29, and 30, it, I hope you notice a common theme here about offerings and sacrifices. You know, that's, that's what we're talking about here. Um, you know, I, I hope you've been paying attention when, you know, I, I tell you guys to just pay attention to the things that you read over and over again, like certain words that you see repeated through these chapters. It, it kind of helps you just stick to, you know, find a theme, a common thread. And if you ever ask, you know, what is God trying to say to me? What is God trying to say to the people that he's talking to? Just, you know, look for some some common words. And a common word that we read through these three chapters is offerings. So we've read about what God wants the Israelites to offer and when he wants to offer he wants them to offer these things. So we read about daily offerings, weekly offerings monthly offerings and seasonal seasonal offerings. And in, in addition to all of those, there are also just the spontaneous offerings, just things that you could offer whenever. And I look at this list of, of, of offerings that, that need to happen at these appointed times. And I just think, wow, the Israelites, they had, they had to do this, you know, and then they, and they agreed to it and they were wholly, devoted to making these offerings at these appointed times. And I examine my own devotional life. And I think about the things that I bring to God and when I bring those things to God, because I, we don't have to do any animal sacrifices. We don't have to you know, kill bulls and grind up uh, grain to make a fine flour. You know, we don't have to, don't have to do these things. And, and I just, I feel convicted. I feel ashamed because I, I, I can be very casual with, with my, with my worship and with my devotional time to God. And I thank God that I do not have to make these sacrifices 
and you know, grind up flour and kill bulls and, and lambs. And because through, because of Jesus, he, because of Jesus sacrificing his life for us and, and, fulfill, and fulfilling the law, we do not have to make these sacrifices. And I am just beyond grateful for that. But now in this day and age, God is still requiring things of us. And I think of this verse in Romans 12. It's the very first verse. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. And so I think that simply means that God wants us to worship him. And even though we don't have to bring any bulls or grain or lambs to him, we have to offer ourselves as a sacrifice. And, and, you know, we don't have to do any daily offerings, but we have to bring ourselves to him daily. We have to seek him daily. We have to die daily. And even though we don't have to bring anything to him weekly, we have our weekly church service on, you know, whatever day you, you have it on Sunday, Saturday, uh, some people have their, and we have midweek service, you know, some people have that on Wednesdays or, or Thursdays. And so the, the, the game has not changed as some of my older folks would say, it's just, just the people. God still desires worship. He still wants you and he's still deserving of worship. He, he has shown all of us so much grace and, and mercy and, you know, the things that we deserve, he has not put that on us. You know, he, he may not have saved you from Egypt, but there, there's a, a metaphorical Egypt that he has saved you from for sure. Um, and, you know, there's, there's bondage that he's de delivered you from and the things that he's freed you from. And so he is much, much deserving of our worship and our praise. and. And, and, and it's not too much to ask to just spend time with God and to fellowship with him and, and commune with him. You know, there are people that say, oh, well, I, you know, I talk to God, you know, whenever I need something, I, I talk to him. And I, I don't think that's how it, it should be. I don't think that's how relationships work. You don't just talk to people when, when you need them. No one wants to be treated that way. So, you know, don't, don't treat God, don't treat God that way. Um, you know, don't be the, the person that goes to church on Christmas and Easter. That's not, that's not proper relationship. That's not proper worship. That's just checking a box, man. And, and doing what, doing what you need to do so that God isn't mad at you. And that's not, that's not the proper relationship. He, he wants, he wants us to be devoted to him he wants us to wholly worship him with everything that we have because he's given us everything he took on sin our, our sin past present and, and future the entire world lived a sinless life died the death that we deserved so that we could have fellowship with him and we could have eternal life and i look at my my life myself my life and how i how i spend my time and, you know, I, I need to, you know, if I'm, if I'm being transparent with you, I, I, I need to reprioritize some things and I, I need to give God the praise and the worship that he deserves. And I, I need to 
want to commune with him. And, you know, that's something that I, I, I have been praying about. And, and cause at the end of the day, that's, that's all that matters. You know, if you want to figure out the quote unquote idols in your life or, you know, the things that you are worshiping, just look at, look at your schedule. Where are you spending most of your time? Look at your, look at your wallet. Where are you spending most of your money? Um, but, but definitely the time thing, you know, cause I can be transparent with you and say that I, I spend countless hours throughout the week, just scrolling through social media. <laughs> um, I, I don't know for, for those of you who have iPhones, I get this, I get this, uh, this alert at the end of every week or the beginning of the week, every Sunday. So the beginning of the week, I, I count Sundays as the first day of the week. Um, I've been trying to reprogram my brain for that because it just feels good. You know, first day of the week starts with church. Yes. Amazing. And in the, in the morning, I get this alert that says, Hey, this is where you've been spending your screen time. And, uh, and it says, Oh, well, your screen time has gone up by 10% this week. And you spent this, this many hours with the screen open. And this is, this is what you've been looking at and all this stuff. And I look at it and I am so crushed to see how much time I spend throughout the week. Um, I'm going to be transparent with you. Okay. Let me see if I can pull this up really fast. Um, actually I can't, I'm not even going to try it, but I can tell you off the top of my head, I checked it last Sunday and I think it was 13 hours and some change spent scrolling through TikTok last week. It, it didn't feel good. And then I checked, I checked how, like how much I was looking at my Bible app. And it was, I think it was like three hours. It wasn't a lot. I think it was like maybe like three or five hours. I don't know. It, it wasn't, a, it wasn't even, it didn't come close to 13. Let me, I'll, I'll be honest with you there. And I'm just like, uh, I help me Lord. Okay. I need to get this in order. So, you know, that's what I'm going to be spending, uh, the next few weeks, months, just reprioritizing my time and, you know, being mindful and being like, okay, we on, we're, you know, we're on TikTok too much. Let's just, let's just get off of that. Let's just not. Uh, and I don't say this to make you feel bad. I think, you know, yeah, you should feel convicted. You know, you should feel like, ah, okay. Like if, if this is, if this is you, like maybe you should feel a little convicted be like, ah, okay. I need to change some things and rearrange some things. Yeah. I, I, but I don't do it to like, to make you feel bad. I, I just, you know, I, I read these chapters and it just brought me to examine myself. And I think that's what the Bible should do. It should, you should, it should be a mirror to where you look at yourself and you ask yourself, am I like Christ? Am I, you know, exhibiting those qualities? You know, am I worshiping God with everything that I am? And, you know, and, and I look at, and I've read these chapters and I just think, man, I do not come close to the devotion that the Israelites had. And they, they had to do way more than what I have to do now with, with what they had to bring to God and, and when they had to bring it to God. And, and I'm just, I'm just like, bro, I, I am terrible. I am trash just with my, with my worship in comparison. And I just want, I, I want to be better. I want to give God the praise and the worship that he deserves. And, um, 
So yeah, I'm, you know, not trying to make you feel guilty, but this is just me just talking about the things that stuck out to me. <laughs> that's, that's what this podcast is. So praise God, just worship him, uh, choose him today. If you don't know him, uh, because that's what this is. This life is, is about, you know, that's you know why we were created. We were created to, to worship him and then things fell apart and we, you know, were worshiping other things, but God showed up time and time again. And he says that I am God and I am worthy of praise. And he, he showed it to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. He showed it to the Israelites. You know, we read, we're going to read about David and all these other Bible characters that God shown that he is worthy of worship and he's worthy of praise. And then he came in the form of a man and he uh, quote unquote, like repositioned himself in, in saying that I defeated death. And so I am worthy of worship and praise and he defeated sin. And he, you know, he, he's saying that he's the God of, of everything. And then in your, your own lives, he, he shows up and he says, you know, I am, I am God and, you know, I am you know, worthy of, of worship and, and praise. And at the end of our lives, we are going to be in fellowship with him, praising him, saying that he is worthy and of worthy. I forgot the line. <laughs> He's he is worthy and worship of he's worthy of worship and praise. There it is. <laughs> and that's what heaven is, right? Giving worship to God for the rest of our eternal life. And yeah, there's the mansion and you know, all those other things that I can't think of right now, but it's about worship to God. And if you're not going to want to do that now, how are you going to do that when you get to the end of your life and you get to heaven? How? Make it make sense. Friends, I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. It really means a lot that you decided to spend your time here. I hope that I'm making sense in what I'm talking about. <laughs> and uh, if not, then let me know. I am on Instagram at underscore Peculiar Productions and I'm on Facebook at Peculiar Productions. So head over there, leave me a comment, a message. Let me know what you like, what you didn't like. If there's anything you'd like me to change or take away, you know, I am open to feedback. I would greatly appreciate it. So until next time tomorrow, thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast the podcast where we are reading and listening to the Bible every single day in order to finish it within a year. See, I got it right that time. Know that I love you, but Jesus loved you first. I'll see you tomorrow.